This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yeah, buddy, it's hour number three of the GBAC Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Our spring training coverage continues, and it's brought to you by Sonic. Mmm. Good. Good. It's time for some Cowboys Combine news. We've got stuff on Tyler, uh, I'm sorry, Tyron Smith, Tyler Biotish. Michael Gallup and more right here for you, G-Bag Nation. Number of interesting reports today out of the combine. Guys running, guys running fast, making a good impression. We're here to talk about that with you. General, at your service. There's the former Cowboy scout, Brian Broaddus. You have Lucius Alexander in the Pimp Cup back home, Master Control 75 and fits you. Eric Chiafalo is here. Ruben Portillo is here, uh, remote engineer. Carter Freeman's coordinating your video, 105.com, Twitch, and YouTube. And along with you, we are the G-Bag Nation here on The Fan. Woolchuck's out, uh, probably back on Monday. Had a baby uh, Sunday afternoon right as we were landing. The baby came early, so he's been at home all week. Sent him some love on social media. He just sent me a, a, a video holding, doing a little uh, skin-to-skin hold there. Oh, my You're goodness. You're just reminded of how hairy he is. Look at that yeah. chest. I mean, my goodness. But look how Was cute. the baby terrified? Baby girl. Absolutely baby girl. Uh, I don't know. Looks like we might be dealing with the daddy's girl situation, dude. <laughs> look how yeah. cute that is, holding uh, this baby. That is, is wonderful. Is the baby breastfeeding there? Uh, I believe she, she <laughs> could. <laughs> uh, she, yeah, it's just too hairy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, let's jump into this Cowboys news with you, G-Bag Nation, as we watch the Royals and A's play some baseball. Um. Cowboys are scheduled to meet or or did meet today with the agents of uh, Tyron Smith and, and Tyler Biotish. Okay, Todd Atcha with the report here on Tyron. Cowboys scheduled to meet with Tyron today. The combine, he wants to play for a 14th season. Both sides felt like they found a practice plan that helped keep him healthier than in the past. I like that. Um Gelkin reporting that they're meeting with fewer agents at the Combine compared with years past. No sit-downs, for example, was planned this week with Dak Prescott's rep. The cited rationale being the two sides have enough experience working with each other to render a check-in unnecessary. But uh, they are checking in uh, with Tyron Smith and Tyler Biotish, guys, and I just I cannot believe it. You have a number of good centers staring you at 24. You need to run the ball better. How are you going to make your running game better? The coaches are stumped, I assume, at this point. The coaches are stumped. This is where a quality GM needs to come in and be like, okay, how exactly are we going to be better? Is the plan seriously to just hold our breath that players play better or that we get a magical running back that can make average offensive line play look outstanding? Like, what's our plan if we're seriously bringing back Tyler Biotish? Like, what what could that meeting possibly be about? They're talking about money. They're trying. They're tr- they're trying to come to some sort of a number that that makes sense for all their parties in, involved. And I imagine you know the, the, that means the Cowboys are are open minded to a return. 
the answer to Tyler Biotish's agent, and I like the guy. I met Tyler Biotish, interviewed him a couple of times, cool dude. But the, the answer for the Cowboys should be, I'm sorry, your client needs to go somewhere else because we don't want him. You know, the same sort of uh, stance you had on Zeke last year where it's like, sorry, just don't want him. You know, that should be the, the stance that you take because if, if your center can't help you in the run game, then now you're hoping to find, probably in the draft, the guy who can step on the field rookie year, help protect your quarterback in the passing game, and be absolutely dynamic running the football if you want the four and a half yards per attempt that is going to be required to make defenses respect your running game. Uh, and now you're feeding Dak in the passing game to the Wolves. We've seen what happens when you can't run the football against good defenses in the playoffs with this football team. They put, they put coverages on the field that paralyzes this passing game. So hopefully that meeting, you know, hopefully I'm jumping the gun here, and that meeting actually was the Jones boys saying, we're not bringing Biotish back. Have a nice day, Mr. Agent. Yeah. They, what do you they, think, Broadus? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've been the guy that, I know you're out on him. I'm out. I'm out. I, I think you. I think you can. I think you can upgrade there. Uh, I've, I've seen Tyler Biotish the the last couple of years. There's things about his game I respect. I think he went from a guy that really struggled early on with what was going on with the communication, with identifying uh, help in the blocking, with the the calls and things like that. I think very early in his career he wasn't very good at that. And I think he's gotten better. But I don't think he particularly handles second-level blocks all that well. I don't think he particularly handles, uh, uh, you know, those lateral blocks where he has to reach a three technique or get a one technique in a double-team situation. So no, I'm I'm moving on right there. And if if Gavin's right, if they brought uh, his agent to the bus and told him, "Hey, we are moving on. We're not going to do anything with your client," then I would be totally okay with that because I've looked at this draft already. And there's probably three, four guys that I would love to have over Tyler Biotish right now. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully they. Hopefully that's the case. I don't know because you would think if you, if it's a non-starter, like you know you're wanting to move on from the player. Why would you even do the face-to-face? Especially when the reports are that the Cowboys are doing less agent well, interviews or, or sit-downs. You might be just being. It, it might be just a way of. Being you've respectful, worked, yeah, just being respectful. You've worked with, you know, instead of keeping him in, instead of keeping him in the, uh, you know, in kind of that, in the loop or keeping him warm, you're just saying, hey, listen, we are going to move on from you, you know, and or hey, if you've got nothing going on, maybe we could circle back at a later date, but this is what we're going to do. Yeah, and remember, it was Mike McCarthy, right, that really led the charge on trading up to get him a few years ago in the draft. Yeah. Wasn't it McCarthy that really liked him? So I don't know how much that factors in. But Yeah, maybe they really like him. You know, maybe they see value in there in a, in a way to, to get an offensive lineman starter secured without it having to be market-setting money. A couple of years ago, they passed on that opportunity to get Tyler Linderbaum. And, um, you know, Tyler ended up being a really good player, but so was the player they got in, in Tyler Smith. So, you know, I think this is a front office that, you know, in a scouting department that deserves credit for making good decisions. But I think right now it's got to be clear we have to help our running game. Like, as much as we want to go help our defense and, you know, get linebackers, get some defensive tackles, all of that is great. Um, but your offense has been ruled impotent against good defenses for far too long. And the, the, the times where it has looked capable of going toe-to-toe, 
it's because your running game has been incredible, like it was for the first 15 games of, of 2022, like it was, you know, with Zeke in 2016, when they almost beat the Packers, when Dez caught it. You know, that is when they were a, a, a real, like, viable postseason team where Dak leading an offense could actually go and, and score you 30, 35 points against a damn good team. Why? Because you could run the hell out of the football. Um, and if I, I guess I, you know, I, I'm just I'm sitting here watching this in real time now. Everything that's happened since the end of the regular season, I said, well, or, or since the end of the playoffs, I said, well, we got to see what actions they take, you know, and 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 surely they're not going to bring everything back essentially what it is, plus some budget free agents in a draft class and be like, go get them, guys. We really believe in you this time. But it seems like they will. And one of the things this team really likes, and they've been really good at over the years, is getting starters for well below market value or top of the market value. And they, they, I think they like that because it allows them to free up some cash to spend on other places. And overall, that is a good team-building strategy. I agree with that with Tyron Smith. But when it's a key spot like center and your running game is broken – it's got to be priority number one. And, guys, we're not moving on to priority number two until we're damn sure. And you got to get the coaching staff involved in this as well. Like a, a GM would be like, hey, what are the best running games doing? What are we doing? Let's match these two things up. And if you think it's too much work or you think that uh, it's not worth it or you show me the chart last year where the Cowboys were actually a little bit worse running with motion than running without motion, you're like, sorry, we're one of those teams that runs better without motion. I'll say, get the hell out of here. You're fired right now, sir. Okay, we need coaches who believe what the data is telling them and can go out and teach that and get that on the field on Sundays. So we're not actually worse running with motion which they somehow were in 2023, when it's one of the most powerful offensive trends going. We don't recognize it's important, and we don't have coaches that can coach it well enough to take advantage of, of you know, what that scheme's doing for the best offenses. You know? And again, this is where a GM needs to be the smartest man in your room if you're going to win a Super Bowl. Or your coach has to essentially be a GM or is troubleshooting what all of the modern trends are doing as, provide, as far as providing major advantages. And here we are now, combine week, where the Cowboys' hand at March 1st or March 2nd is now starting to be revealed. And I, and that I, I am being re, re-injected with that frustration of after the wild card game. I'm right back to square one when it comes to my, my level of irritation with this front office's incompetence. Yes, we can talk about the coaches and Dan Quinn screwed up and Mike McCarthy might just be mid as a head coach that got lucky to win a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers in a terrific front office in Green Bay. That's what happened, okay? And we could talk about how Dak is not the ideal quarterback, okay? But he's damn good. He's damn good. And all you need is a team that knows we got to give him a running game. All you need is somebody with the last name Jones to say, hey, guess what? We're team building like he's Patrick Mahomes. But... I don't know. He's much closer to Matt Ryan. You know, he's much closer to, to just a dang good quarterback. Look at how the Rams won with Matt Stafford. That's what we got to do, guys. We, got, we, we can't stop looking at this like we're trying to win the Super Bowl and also manage the cap year to year. You got to pick one. Right now, you've picked. You're managing the cap year to year. And you're not winning the Super Bowl. The, the teams that are winning the Super Bowl either say we're not managing the cap year to year or they have a Hall of Fame quarterback. Go ahead and just Google it. Find, find me an example of a team that did not do one of those two things and actually won the Super Bowl. It's just, it, 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 it now, is, now is driving me crazy here as we get to this combine, Brian. I'm sorry for rambling. No, absolutely. And I think that they, you know, it's, it's really, uh, 
it's unfortunate that Mike McCarthy, they get rid of Kellen Moore, and then they decide that, you know, they need to run the ball better. And they couldn't. They, they got worse at it. They got worse by a at half it. yard. Yeah, and I that's that's the thing that's really disappointing to me that if all of a sudden it became a, a an item of importance to Mike McCarthy and he just could not deliver on that. And I I do feel like though that the one thing that I am encouraged by is that they are looking at the top. Their priority visits have been with the top running backs. I know on my yeah. board, on yeah. my board. So, and I'm not talking about drafting a first round running back. I'm talking about a second-round running back or kind of finding a, 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 a spot to grab one. But at least they're talking to guys, I think, that can make a difference. Now, they've got to figure out a way to block up front. They've got to you get know. better at center, and they've got to get better at point of attack, tight end blocking. Yeah, That, no, you that, know. Is, that has got to become better because if they don't do that, then it, it doesn't matter. You can't put Barry Sanders back there. It's not going to be any better. I was I was going to you know give the running back story there that Florida State running back sure. Trey Benson had done a formal meeting with the Cowboys, and he felt like the Cowboys have a scheme that's uh, the same as Florida State, and I think it would be a good fit for me. I think you're going to have to find the best running back in the NFL and maybe take him at 24 uh, in the NFL draft if if you want to fix your running game and you're going to bring back Tyler Biotish. Wow. Yeah, I guess we'll have to see what this means. But I imagine over the next two weeks we're going to hear about you know Tyler Biotish doing a long term deal with the Cowboys and, and structuring in a way that that frees up uh, you know cap space for this year that they can spend on other players. Oof. I would be disappointed if that was the case. Oh, if that's the case, dude. If that if that if you spent money, that's crazy. If you spent money, and you're and you're you could. You could absolutely be right, Dawson. Even if you get him on the cheap, even if it's Tyler Biotish on the cheap, but it's we're running him back as our starting center. Like, this is going to be our guy, and we're just, we know he's not great, but we're getting him at such a low cost that we're willing to run it back because he is sort of, like, maybe just below above average starter kind of deal. Yeah. But, I mean, that would be egregious, especially as you keep hammering home. Right. The quality of center that you have in this draft and you run that back, nah, oh. I, I, I can't. I can't go with you there. That would be heartbreaking. That and, would and, be especially heartbreaking. When when we've talked about and they've understood for so long, like how much they've missed a guy like Travis Frederick, and yeah. how much better things were when they had a, an absolute super stud at that center position. And even when you have a Hall of Fame guard and Hall of Fame left tackle, without that center, it's never been the same. Yeah. So if you can't identify that, and then also looking around the NFL and the team, the, your final four teams this year, when it comes to the Chiefs, the Ravens, the Lions, I mean, the Niners were the one team out of the top four that don't really have a stud center. But those other three teams, they all have bona fide stud centers. They sure do. Yeah. It matters. I, I, think, I think that the organization is now underestimating the level of frustration. The fan reaction was different this time around. It's much different. The reaction from your legends is, is loud. It is much different, yes. You know, and yeah. I, I think this could very well be the season that could could shift fan sentiment towards the Cowboys because they're not paying attention to the fans. You know, this is where Washington was 15 years ago, and they were still doing sellouts, and the RG3 season went, and they're raging. And then in the years after that, you know, they did lose a number of games, but at some point the fans were like, it's not going to change. I'm done showing up. And uh, I, I don't know. Obviously, North Texas is the absolute epicenter of football, and the love affair that the community has had with the Cowboys is a, an eternal bond. Um, you know, but I, I do think at some point there is a, a, uh, some sort of a tipping point or a breaking point that is possible. 
Okay, when we return, it's time for the top ten. Where are we going, Chief? All right, in honor of our great sponsor, Sonic, for this week here in Surprise, I have the top ten largest fast food chains in America by number of locations. Who do you think is number one next year in the nation? We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 